0: From a bulky mass of muscle and sesame chicken to a medical scare, implementing lifestyle change to the fitness personality you see today. This week's guest will challenge you and inspire you with his concept of perspective and how you see yourself as we discuss exercise today on Healthy Harmony. Welcome to Healthy Harmony, where we help you clarify and discuss health tactics to harmonize your life. I'm your host and health coach, Jennifer Pickett, and today our guest is fitness influencer, Jaren Lyles. Jaren Lyles is a health and fitness professional on a mission to help people become their best selves inside and out. Jaren has always loved the gym. He describes his former self, as a bulky mass of muscle, sesame chicken, and chicken fried rice. It took a scare from his doctor, telling him that his blood sugar level had risen dramatically and that a change in lifestyle was necessary to avoid becoming a full-fledged diabetic. He, of course, made those changes and loves to help others do exactly the same. Jaron is the owner of Jaron Lyle's Vision Fitness. He's a founding trainer for the industry disrupting mirror, a master instructor for Equinox Fitness Clubs. He's a consultant, a fitness personality, and he offers private and semi-group training services in Brooklyn and Manhattan and online. Welcome, Jaron. How are you today? I
1: am very glad to be here. How are you?
0: I'm really good. So I want to give our listeners just a little bit of a backstory here. So at Christmas, my husband was sweet enough to take like all these numerous hints and give me a mirror for our home gym. Now I know you'll agree that's no ordinary mirror. It is a workout mirror and it provides access to thousands of classes. From cardio to strength to yoga and boxing, it's perfect to find the easy workout. So as I started doing all these classes, I quickly landed on a favorite instructor, and that is Jaren Lyle. So today I have to confess, I'm a, I'm caught between being a little bit starstruck, but also feeling a little nervous that at any given time, you're going to yell out burpee. So Jaren, I'm just excited that you're on the phone with us and we get to record together.
1: Oh, by the way, burpees.
0: <laughs> yeah, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me 20. <laughs> yeah, 20. No big deal. I wouldn't be out of breath at all, right? <laughs> So I would be I would be remiss. This is such a, a very, very challenging time. And you live right outside of New York. So considering the pandemic that's going on in the quarantine, tell me uh, tell me how you're doing.
1: So I am OK. I think um, right now the industry is going through a shift, um, obviously because of uh, COVID we have to maintain social distance and, you know, we're an industry that thrives on human interaction and being around people. And so a number of us have had to transition our um, work online. Now, mm-hmm. on one hand, I, I'm doing okay because I do work for a company that provides at-home fitness um, with the mirror. But then I don't teach my group fitness classes anymore and I don't see my private clients. So I've had to shift um, most of my um, other business virtually. And thankfully, most of my clients were willing to follow me and I've built up enough of a goodwill to get recommendations and pick up new clients. So I'm, I'm lucky that I'm still working steadily. You know, I know a lot of people are like excited about sleeping till seven and eight a.m. You know, during this time, I'm still waking up at five forty-five and getting a quick workout in before my six thirty and seven a.m. clients. But you know, it's a blessing to still be able to work. But um, I'm trying to really advocate and help uh, other trainers and instructors and businesses to help them build their own online structure so that we all come out of this period stronger.
0: I love that. I love that. And that's something that I picked up on very quickly with you. Um, And I think it's one of the reasons why you became my favorite, because it just felt like he's not in this mirror thing. He's not online. It just, I just felt like I was in a live class with you and you have built, but prior to this pandemic, you had built this amazing community where people were interacting and we were able to interact with you and you celebrated with us. Um, So I think that is, it's huge. And what I'm hearing from you is that you took that from being, okay, this is this is what I do and this is kind of my niche and this is how I help people to okay how can I during this crisis time how can I help other fitness professionals who maybe haven't had that online influence or that availability before so I love how you've done that I think that's huge huge Okay, so what are you guys hearing? Uh, you live right outside of New York. What are you guys hearing about when you're going to open up and, um, and how to proceed within this next, uh, this next month?
1: So as you know, New York is the epicenter of the virus here in the U.S. And our governor originally told us on uh, May 15th, that's when they'll reassess and decide whether to start phasing Certain industries to open or to or to extend the lockdown. I know that for myself and the companies that I work for, we are likely going to extend our sheltering and remaining closed until either our um, disease experts and um, the people that we're consulting lets us know the best ways to protect ourselves, the employees, and the members. So we're likely not going to be working until June and beyond, which, you know, I completely agree with and support. And I do want mm-hmm. to shout out uh, Equinox, uh, the, the gym chain that I teach for, because they have really supported us. They've helped us to keep our health insurance, and they're still giving wow. us reduce salary, even though we're not working. And rather than going by the arbitrary deadlines from the city... Like they're going to do, they're going to take as much time as they need to, to ensure that everyone's going to remain safe. And, I love that. so, you know, I'm going to be patient and do what I need to do for myself and my clients until uh, everything opens.
0: What a good, good company. I love that they're changing with the times. Um, So, you know, I reference in your bio that you described your former self as this bulky mass of muscle and chicken fried rice and sesame chicken. So I want to hear about this former self because that statement really got my attention.
1: So uh, Jaron, as a teenager, was very much a nerd and by no means an athlete. And so I was—I wouldn't say I was heavy, but I definitely uh, was not athletic looking. And I needed a gym credit to graduate from high school, so I ended up taking weightlifting. And I always like to say I started to get abs, and girls started to like me. And I was like, "Hey, I'm <laughs> this up." And uh, uh, went to college, graduated from college, kept working out, but I only focused on the things that I could see in the mirror, ironically, which was upper body. So I did chest like all the time. I did no legs. I did no cardio. And my diet, as I said, was absolute crap. Like I would have Chinese food, either two or three meals a day. And uh, at one point I did balloon to over 200 pounds. Like I kind of peaked at 210 and I I um, basically got a call from my doctor one day after a checkup. And he said that if I didn't change my diet, that I was going to become diabetic. And it runs in my family because I have, uh, you know, I have a Southern family and, you know, they love to eat. Yes. Um, yes and we actually very- have a family in Georgia. So, um, so, but I didn't think that anything could happen to me being so young because I was in my mid-20s. So it was essentially a wake-up call that, Being healthy and being fit is just not about having big muscles and big arms. It's about, you know, being, having endurance and being leaner and, you know, not running to catch a bus and dying by the time you get it. So I ended up getting a trainer, changed my diet. I lost 20 pounds in three months because it was just such a dramatic change. And I was a school teacher at the time. And when I decided years later to, uh, change careers. Fitness just was so natural for me because I didn't want people to make the same mistakes that I did and take for granted their youth and their health because, you know, things can change in the blink of an eye.
0: Yeah. It's, it's just crazy. I love, um, and I love that perspective that I hear, you know, going back to when you're in high school and you're like, hey, I, I mean, I've got to have one PE credit. And so I'll, I'll take, yeah, sure. I'll take Jim and um, and how you continue to to work out throughout college, but just didn't pay attention to anything besides gaining some muscle um, in your upper body. And I've, it sounds like you really use that, that scare from the doctor uh, to kind of propel you forward. Um, So, uh, you know, it's something else that I think it resonates with me. Um, My family medical history is really scary. So it's kind of that feeling of, man, the cards are stacked against me. So I really need to do something about protecting my health. But Jaren, you're right. When, when we're young, we're like, mm, I'm good. Uh, so, so fast forward all these years and now you're this fitness personality. You have helped so many people. Um, so tell me, how has the world of fitness training changed?
1: Well, it's changed in a number of ways. Number one, I think more people have come to realize the importance and the value of having a healthy lifestyle and so people are incorporating, improving their diet and working out into their routine. And so it's I think it's helped the world overall to be more productive and to get more out of life. Number yes, two, definitely. in the age of social media, people actually have more access to fitness than we might have before. You can just turn on your computer and your smartphone And you can get a workout in or access to fitness professionals, whereas before you had to, let's just say, get a DVD or you go to the gym or VCR tape from, you know, back in my day. So I think fitness is a lot more accessible now, which is an awesome thing. And along with technology, the ability to uh, create communities with each other so that we can hold each other accountable and be inspired. And the one thing that I will say that has been slightly negative is that because fitness is a multi, a multi-billion dollar industry, you're going to have certain companies and businesses that, you know, will give people misinformation in order to drive their business. And um, it affects, um, how do you say this? It affects um, image and self-esteem when you know certain standards of beauty and fitness are preached and it's not always the case. I believe that everybody's beautiful and everybody can be fit. And so one of the things that we do have to work on as an industry is body positivity and giving correct information, even if it means, you know, affecting our financial bottom lines. because if we can keep people safe and happy, there's really no way that your business can fail.
0: Just so many really good points there that I really want us to kind of uh, play off of. First of all, just that we do, we have additional access. We have a a lot more um, access to uh, fitness professionals and to workouts. Um, And so first, before we get into the body positivity, because that's going to be my next question, I really want us to address uh, the, the person that... Even though our access has dramatically improved for so many folks, uh, and I will include myself in on this, we just have some obstacles to getting it done and getting that exercise in. So um, to those folks, how would you recommend getting started, let's say they've really kind of neglected that aspect of their health and they're like, you know what, they've they've, they've had this improper mentality of I've got to run a marathon or I've got to do an hour long class. Um, what would you recommend to those folks on getting started? Because this has been just too big of an obstacle for them to uh, get over.
1: So the first thing that I like to tell people is that if you have a body, you have a gym. So there's always something that you can do with just your body weight that will get you on the road to being fit. So you don't need a ton of space. You can do squats, you can do push-ups, you can do lunges, um, you can do sit-ups. Like there's always something that you can do with just your body weight that will help to get you started on your fitness routine, get those endorphins flowing, get you sweaty um, until you're able to get equipment and instruction that'll kind of take you further along so that's one of the first things that i would say is that recognize that you don't have any excuses number two i think because of technology and media nowadays we do have immediate access to professionals or workouts or programs and so you can turn on your smartphone or your computer hit google Find a body weight workout. you can download an app. So like it's it, there's no better time than now to be able to start. But as, so right. long, as long as you start and you also have to recognize that it is a journey. like it took you years and years to have the body that you have now. So it's gonna take some time to get the body and the fitness level that you want. So you need to be consistent and you need to be patient. And as I say a lot in my mirror classes, you need to appreciate and acknowledge the small victories. So if you do a 15 minute workout today, that's awesome. If you do a 20 minute workout, that's great. And if you get so tired that you need to stop, if you work that hard where you need to quit, that's awesome. Because fitness is one of the few areas of life where failure equals success because when you push yourself
0: I love that. Limit, oh, I love that.
1: Right, when you push yourself to your limit, that's how your body rebuilds and you end up getting stronger. So the harder you work, the more consistent and the more disciplined you are, the more your body rewards you for it with better health and fitness.
0: It really is. such a, such a, so many powerful words there. And I I even wrote that down. If you have a body, you have a gym. And I think sometimes it's just the way we approach this and we're like, oh my goodness, I can't, I can't, I can't. But you just there, you made that sound so very simple. Start where you are, push yourself, try to be consistent uh, and dedicated to just fitting that in and the time to start is now, um, and I, I think too you really talked about uh, this overall perspective. Sometimes we kind of have this notion of where we want to be, and we think we're going to get there very quickly. And it is—I agree with you. As a health coach, I agree. It is a journey. It's not a destination. It's a journey. We should constantly be learning and growing and um, and and trying to progress uh, and move forward on this journey. So, such uh, such powerful words there. You referenced something earlier, and uh, it's a really big problem that I see uh, being a, a dietitian and a health coach and being in this space for over 23 years now, this whole issue of Uh, companies trying to sell something and then promoting this image. And people are like, oh, I'm going to, that's what I want to look like. Um, And you reference body positivity. So let's talk about that and kind of unpack body positivity and how important that is.
1: So number one, we all have to consider our genetics. You know, we are who we are. Some of us like myself, we're born short. You know, some people are tall, some people are lean, some people are what my family like to call big boned. You know, we <laughs> are who we are, and I always like to believe that God doesn't make mistakes.
0: And so and you're so right. I agree with that.
1: Since you are who you are to begin with, I think that you should love it because there's always something about you to love. Even if there's certain things you wanna nitpick, there's always something about you can, that you can love from head to toe, that's number one. Number two, you have to recognize that because we all have uh, different genetics and body types, no one is going to look the same. And you know your fitness journey is gonna have different results for you. As long as ultimately whatever your goal is, whether it's losing weight, whether it's being more fit, You know, appreciate the fact that your body is able to move and do the things that you ask it to do, rather than it not looking like what society says an ideal, beautiful person is supposed to. You know, you love your body, you treat it right, it's the only one that you have, and so you take care of it so it can get you through this life and allow you to make the most of it. That's what I try to tell people.
0: Uh, and I, I just love that so much. Uh, no one's going to look the same. Um, and God made all of us unique and different. And two, if we just look at exercise um, as a, a way to, to look a certain way to fulfill this image, then I think we're really ignoring the fact that uh, exercise had a, has a lot of other benefits. So especially right now, um, let's talk about the importance of movement, of exercise, from a stress relief standpoint? Like, give me your thoughts on that.
1: Oh, absolutely. So when you exercise, it's quite simple. When you exercise, um, you may like be frustrated or tired in the beginning. But um, while it happens, it releases these uh, chemicals called endorphins, which are basically like a natural high. And it's like exercise has just been known to boost your mood and, you know, especially when during the workout you're able to maybe do something that you have not been able to do before. And then when you just have a positive mindset and knowing that you're on a journey to reach a better you and knowing that every rep, every second that your exercises is, is getting you closer to your goals, it's just, it's just an amazing stress reliever.
0: It's it really crazy. is. It really is. And I like to say I'm easier to live with when uh-huh. <laughs> I'm exercising. Mm-hmm. I'm a lot easier to live with and I'm not kicking kids out of the house, you know, so uh, there's that. Um, but, you know, it's it's astounding um, what all the research is saying with regard to how stress really affects uh, our immune system. And especially right now during this pandemic, you know, I think our immune system is not always a hot topic, but dang, now it is. Oh, so right. um, how do you think being fit or being active can increase your immunity?
1: So it's, there's, there's been no specific scientific data point as to how exercise translate to a boosting, a boosted immune system. Some people say it's because of the toxins that are released when you're sweating and working out and breathing and then others talk about um, the temperature your your body's temperature like this this the actual physiological effects are not necessarily confirmed it's just it's just one of those things that one of those just strange benefits that exercise does it just yeah. helps you to be more healthy and boost your immune system. If there is an answer, I wish that I knew it personally. I <laughs> would find uh, more textbooks that elaborate on that. But exercise is good, is helpful in boosting your immune system.
0: And I think I think you're right. It's such a it's such a Complex picture because our bodies are very complex. And I think what we're seeing is that people who make very conscious efforts to protect their health with what they're putting in from a food perspective, paying attention to things like gut health, stress relief, making sure they're getting enough sleep, making sure they're sweating those toxins out, making sure they're going to the bathroom. Uh, You know, I think all of these things paint a picture that is very supportive supportive of overall health and well-being, but also supportive of that immune system. So I think it's such a beautifully complex picture, and exercise fits, fits in perfect because of all the tremendous benefits that a lot of people don't think about, whether it's the sweating out those toxins or even going to the bathroom, being regular, uh, which is so important, which is always an interesting topic to discuss with folks, but also <laughs> getting good sleep at night, right? I mean, there's so many, and of course, the stress reliefs. So all of those benefits, I think, just really play into boosting our immune system. And now more than ever, man, we've got to pay attention to our bodies and give our bodies what it needs and just listen a little bit better. And I think you did that a long time ago. You started listening to your body and giving it what it needs. So I guess my my last question uh, for you, you've you've been such a just an a, an open book and so very very encouraging you know i think this pandemic crisis has really taken a toll on everybody so how do you think we're going to recover after uh, after this how can people recover from um from this from a physical health standpoint and a mental and emotional health standpoint what are your thoughts on that
1: well one of the things that i've appreciated about this trying period is that it's put a lot of things in perspective for people. For one, it's made them see, like I said before, how things can change in the blink of an eye, and how important being healthy is. Because as you know, the virus um, tends to have more severe effects for people that have um, pre-existing conditions. And a Mm -hmm. lot of these conditions come through having poor dietary and fitness habits and so i think it's going to make people appreciate their health and want to take care of it uh, a lot more number two Mm -hmm. i think it makes you appreciate the value of time and you know not just being healthy but what you do with your health so if there are things that you wanted to accomplish in your life or maybe you have not made time for family or you, or maybe even you just needed a break because you were working so hard. I know that I definitely fall in that category. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I basically feel that this time period has been a wake up call for us to prioritize ourselves, prioritize our health, prioritize our time to make it more meaningful and to create some sort of success and fulfillment. And, you know, the only other thing that I want is for us to come together as a community and as a country, because a lot of times, you know, our solutions and the way that we see and do things tend to fall along political lines. But one of the things that we've learned is that this virus doesn't care about your race. It doesn't care about your gender. It doesn't care about your religion or your ideology. And I think the more we recognize how much we have in common, I think it's going to help us to set aside differences and work together so that we don't just come out come out stronger of this individually, but as a city and as a country and as a planet.
0: I could not agree more. I think it's been a forced pause that has made us kind of take a step back and really evaluate our lives. I know, uh, similar to you in the past, I've just been so focused on uh, reaching some goals or moving ahead uh, in in life and in business that I've been burning the candle at both ends. And self-care suffers when we're burning the candle at both ends. So with this forced pause, I think it's kind of given us a different perspective. So it's time for us to really start paying attention in listening to our body, giving it what it desperately needs. And um, I agree with you, it's time to come together. It's not going to help us, uh, you know, fighting and backstabbing and and just getting heavily embroiled with, with anger and debate and everything else. It, it's time to, to come together and work together and help each other out. Um, and I love how you've done that during this crisis, uh, both with, uh, with all of us who take your classes online, but also with other fitness trainers trainers. It's truly an inspiration. So I just cannot thank you enough for coming on here today and sharing your uh, perspective with us uh, and uh, just kind of sharing your time and your thoughts. Uh, So I want to make sure that our listeners know exactly how they can get in touch with you, because I have a feeling we've got some folks that just need a little bit of encouragement and a little bit of help. So how can they find you?
1: So my website, basically everything is my name. So my website is my name, Jared Lyles, G-E-R-R-E-N-L-I-L-E-S dot co, C-O. Uh, my Instagram is my name as well, just at Jared Lyles. My Twitter handle is at Jaron Lyles. My email, if you want to email me any questions or inquiries about private training, virtual training. Um, or even virtual class training, you can reach me at Jaron underscore at yahoo dot com. Yes, I still use Yahoo, um, <laughs> but that's and that's essentially it. And, and also on Facebook, it's just my name as well. Everything with my name, so that there's no
0: like complication. It's easy. It's easy. So uh, I just appreciate you so much. I know that folks are going to uh, reach out and connect with you, so that they can be a part of some of your online classes. Uh, they, I can personally attest, they are absolutely the best. And like I said, you kind of forget that you're online. It just feels like you're you're right there. So, guys, uh, thank you for listening today. Please remember to subscribe to us on your favorite platform of choice: on Facebook, on Instagram at inspire healthy harmony. You can also join in the discussion on the Facebook page. What is your perspective? What are you you challenged with when it comes to movement and exercise? And as always, you can check us out at inspirehealthyharmony.com. So until next time, we are wishing you a healthy and happy day. Please know that our hearts are with you. Bye y'all.